Will Redcrest be dominated deep by spots or up shallow by largemouth? And will it be local anglers like Thrift and Montgomery? Or is somebody else going to walk away with the Redcrest Championship in 2023? Fantasy Fishing 2023 MLF Redcrest. Hopefully not dead crest. Here we are. We're warming up. Things have been warm in the south. This could be a pretty good tournament. I think it could be pretty fun to watch. And I actually think this one could have been even way more exciting as a every fish derby. But now we're going to predict it as a five fish derby. Honestly, I think it was an every fish. Brian Thrift would have had a huge, huge advantage. He already does. He's also going to be tough on this lake in a five fish tournament. But I think that's a bit of a break for the competitors now that it's five fish. And I actually think it gives guys like Montgomery and a few other people a little more opportunity to, uh, to vie for this championship. Red crest is a five day event this year. They're going to kick things off on Wednesday and it's going to go through Sunday. So you got to get your picks in by early morning on Wednesday, the eighth. So plan on getting them done Tuesday night. They get two days of practice on Sunday and Monday, Tuesdays and off limits media day. And then they get rolling all 40 anglers fish both full qualifying days, then it cuts out to knockout round day one with top 20. Knockout round day two is top 15. And then the final day, 10 anglers. So day one, day two, those carry over. So we have basically a two-day tournament, then a zero. Then we have a three-day tournament starting with 20, then 15, then 10. But those weights carry over every single day. Looking at the weather, we've got pretty solid weather right now. Been a warming trend in the south that they're going to kind of normalize. They're not going to get cold, but they're going to cool off and probably return to what is kind of regressing to the mean weather-wise. Water temps, I think, have been in the mid up to 50s and even low 60s around the Lake Norman, Charlotte area in that part of North Carolina. So I think the weather has been warm enough to get a lot of these fish thinking about going shallow. Now, they're definitely still going to be fish offshore. And we are going to have a little bit of cool off. We're going to get clouds, a little bit of breeze, not too windy. But I think that's going to have enough fish shallow thinking about going that it could play into some of the power shallow anglers as well. So I think it's going to be a really even split by the time we get to the top 10 on the final day of people fishing offshore for spots in largemouth and people fishing shallow for mainly largemouth. The offshore anglers, I think, will weed through a lot more numbers, but they're going to get quality along the way. Whereas I think guys like Andy Montgomery will power fish shallow with jigs, Archie style little compact jigs like this, and probably will have a uh, thunder cricket like this on tight on a lot. May not be fishing for as many bites, but when he gets them, I think they're going to count. I don't think the weather's going to cool off bad enough that it's going to really push the fish back, but I think it's going to hold them up, put them in stopping places, and I actually think it's going to make for a pretty good tournament. They're going to get conditions that are pretty good for fishing. May not necessarily chamber of commerce weather, but I think fishing wise, they're going to catch them up pretty good. Quick update on the leaderboard. Not doing entirely great. <laughs> 8,000th place. I'm almost 300 pounds behind the leader, James B. Let's check my private league beat Hellabass. Links in the description below if you want to join for your chance year-end to win some Super K Jig gift cards for each of the Predictor games, the MLF game, and the Bass Pro Fancy Fishing game. So you'll be hooked up with some uh, handmade, hand-poured, made in USA, made in Wisconsin, hand-tied custom jigs uh and if you can't wait till the end there's a code hellabass15 link down in the description help yourself out in my league doing a little better but uh matt pride in the driver's seat for the bpt getting himself some uh you know inside line at some super k swim jigs by the end of the year predictor game i don't know if as many people are playing but i'm definitely doing better there three points back glenn v all alone with five correct at the uh the opener at the harris chain also can make sure you join that league uh, 27. So only two points back. We can make this up. So uh, 
Jason Aslibin, he's in the driver's seat for some Super K out of the first event. But that, let's see if you can keep it up. That's the format. Let's get into the picks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As well as the predictor game. In Group A, I'm going Jordan Lee. He's from Alabama. He knows how to catch spots and largemouth. Wheeler, got to pick him. He definitely shows up in big-time events like this. Dakota Ebear has been fishing crazy good. Just one on Clarks Hill. Uh, guys really on a roll the last couple of years. Fukai actually has moved to Georgia. He's closer. He's used to fishing this. I think he'll have a good event. He'll be kind of, I'm kind of trying to balance out my roster between shallow and offshore to get the most weight possible through all of those rounds. And then uh, kind of a wild card, my below 40 guy, James Elam. Okie guy should do okay. And then in group B going Jesse Wiggins, kind of same thing. He's an Alabama Smith Lake expert, shaky head guy. I think he'll do really well. And then we got Andy Montgomery. Can't leave him off the squad. Uh, I think in a five-fish limit, he could really be strong here. You know, back to the the jigs and bladed jigs and thunder crickets could be really good. Uh, Justin Lucas, typically not a really good pre-spawn angler, but we don't typically fish championship events on lakes that have a lot of spots. So I think this is a window for Justin Lucas to build some confidence uh, at one of these championship pre-spawn events, and I'm looking for him to to shore up my offshore team. Uh, Brian Thrift, got to have him on your squad. He's won a bunch of events here. He's a local. Not much to say. And then uh, my below 40 pick, I'm going D.C., Dustin Cannell. He's uh, won a Red Crest, won three events last year. Uh, Alabama, spots, largemouth, very comfortable. Should be a solid pick below 40. Tiebreaker, what will the winning one-day championship round, so the final, the person that wins, what will their final five-fish limit be? This is kind of interesting because this is going to be the third day of weights carrying over so if somebody builds a big lead right somehow they maybe catch a five six pounder on uh those two knockout rounds set themselves apart they may only need like 12 13 pounds to win so it's really hard to call what this could be it's not necessarily like somebody could be the guy coming in 10th could have 17 18 22 pounds move way up the leaderboard but may not win so this is kind of tough to pick but i'm gonna go Around 16, 17 pounds, I'm going to lock in at 17.3 because this is kind of a shot in the dark. It's not just the, the biggest bag of the final there on. It's what the winner's final five-fish limit will be. All right, let's hop over to the predictor game. You get a little longer, you get till Friday the 10th to get your predictor picks in. Which Bass Pro Staff angler will be the highest finisher? Dustin Cannell, Mark Daniels Jr., Atifo, Edwin Evers, Ken Van Dam. I didn't know Dustin Cannell was a Bass Pro angler, but I'm going to take him here. Which Carolina resident? It's got to be Thrifter Montgomery. Uh, all of them could do pretty well, but I'm going to go Thrifty. What will the two-day total five bass limits? Copy the angler. Last angler inside the total cut line. So basically two days, we're going to have 40 anglers fishing for two days. What is the 20th place angler's weight going to be? So 10 fish. I think pretty confidently you can say between 20 and 30 pounds. Somebody's going to catch 10 pounds a day up to 15 pounds a day. So that means their you know final weight 
I think that's pretty good. I mean, I don't think you'll have to have more than 20 to get in the top 20, I'm pretty sure. But I don't think you're going to need more than 30. So I feel pretty confident about this one. Biggest bass of the championship round. So we got 10 anglers fishing there. It's definitely going to be over three pounds. <laughs> I Very unlikely to be over seven. Decent chance it's five to seven. Decent chance it's three to five. So coin flip, whether it's going to be like a high four, or is it going to be one that falls in that five to seven pound range? I'm going to take the three to five pound, although I'm tempted by the five to seven. How many total bass weighing four pounds or more will be weighed by the total field of anglers competing in the two knockout rounds? So you'll have 15 anglers or 20 anglers one day, 15 anglers the next day, 35 angling days. <laughs> How many four pounders will they catch? I don't think Lorem's going to kick out a ton of four pounders. I'm thinking 11, but somewhere in that range, less than 20, more than 10. Uh, and then uh, final day out of 10 anglers, how many anglers will have over 14 pounds? I'm saying three. It's not going to be a ton. It's not going to be 10, pretty sure. Uh, I would say less than five, more than two. Hope that helps you make some predictor pets, gives you some insight.